welcome to another edition of By the Railside Podcast Movie Review. Uh, today, we have with me uh, Justin. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Uh, yeah. We got Jeff. Hi. We got Jordan with not the same energy. Good evening. There we go. And my name's Zach. And this week, uh, this podcast is brought to you by uh, Nike Prosthetics. Uh, they will help you when you lose limbs. And also, Allegedly. if you don't lose limbs. Yeah, and break the sound barrier and then into spaceships. Can't put your glasses on, though. Sorry. Nerd. Or type on a keyboard. Nerd. They too dummy thick for that. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, where you watch the movie The Signal this week. It is. Uh, it takes place around three uh, individuals, Nick, Jonah, and Haley. They're on a road trip to California to drop Haley off at some one-year school program thing. Uh, a hacker emails them and begins taunting them. His name's Nomad. Yes, and while they decide to go and find this hacker, they end up waking up in some weird research facility. As movie stars Olivia Cook, um, don't know what else she's in. Brenton Thwaites, he played Dick Grayson in Titans, the new TV show. Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Bo Knapp, and some other people. Allegedly. So, allegedly. So, who, what, uh, what are your thoughts? How, how would everybody like the movie? Let's start with uh, everybody. Well, I just really think that it was a great film. Uh, this was my second time watching it. Um, I, uh, I didn't really see anything new, but I think that's because I watched the movie so long ago. But I thoroughly enjoyed it the second time around. Um, I'm also looking up what that uh, Jonah's character was in. Because he looks super familiar. And while I do that, uh, Jeff, what did you think of the movie? He reminded that Jonas guy, he reminded me of the guy from Deadpool, that the barkeep guy. I, I'm probably way off, but that, that's who he reminded me of. T.J. Miller? I don't fucking know. Nothing like T.J. Miller. That's, no, like his mannerisms and whatnot, that's who he reminded me of. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought this movie had a lot of potential and then everything got ruined for me and I'll go into why later once everyone does their fucking like initial thought process. Is this movie about three kids being abducted by aliens or Morpheus murdering men mentally ill? Yes. Yeah, this movie kind of... I didn't know anything about this movie. I just saw the cover, so I thought it was a space movie. Uh, which, I mean, I guess it technically is. But, um, yeah, I was just like, when are they going to get on a spaceship? How does any of this lead to a spaceship? And then it doesn't. Well, it does, but an alien spaceship. How many How many twists were in this movie? Three? Yeah, three uh... or four. I mean, I can only really think of one off the top of my head. That's, like, actually a twist. I mean, anyone could see from, like, a mile away that them going to the fucking middle of nowhere to find this hacker is just a setup, right? Like, that that wasn't a twist. That was, like, obvious as fuck. Yeah. 
I mean, that it, it was weird how it just like shifted to like a horror movie type thing. I, that's, that's when. Okay, hold on. Before we get into that, Zach, what do you think of the movie? You know what? I actually really enjoyed it. Um, there are a few scenes that uh, gave me the old goose pimples, but that's just that's my my natural reaction to the to the sudden jerking of a human being when there's nothing around. Yeah. Um, thought it was it was shot well. The acting was done well. Uh, there was like some odd, um, like just thrown in comedy moments. That's that seemed it fit the the scenario, but it seemed like it it didn't need it. Like you're you're not supposed the Blair to be. Witch part. Uh, not not necessarily the Blair Witch part, but when he when he finally discovers his um legs and then he looks at his his peen. Oh. And yeah, I was like, okay. okay, that one's unnecessary, but I get it. Um, yeah, other than that, I, th- I thought it was written well. Uh, I definitely called uh, I called Fishburn for sure, Lawrence. Um, oh, wait, Jeff doesn't know them. The black guy. I know, I know, I know who Lawrence Fishburn is. He's, I've seen actually enough movies with him in it that I know who he is. Was there supposed to be a sequel to this movie? Uh, I don't think I don't, so, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. This is yeah. unfortunate because they they don't explore like what superpowers they gave the girl, right? Like there's just the mark on her back. There is the so many ways they could have taken this movie, and then they're just like went the most generic way, and I hated it. Yeah, I think the reason why it didn't get a sequel is because it had a budget of four million, and at the box office it made two point four. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's the first movie that we've watched so far that actually didn't make money speaking of like broke movies the the beginning of this movie was shot really close to the way um primer was shot yeah with the uh, especially with the soundtrack with like the score and then like the like repetitive like real life sounds yeah kind of cool yeah that that really that kind of shooting and whatnot doesn't interest me that much. So the whole beginning of this movie, if I didn't have to watch it for the podcast and I like just turned it on because I heard it was good, I would have stopped this movie before the 20 minute mark because the beginning was just so slow. I didn't like the, I don't like that kind of shooting. Like the begin, the first 20 minutes of this movie is just like these people driving doing absolutely nothing there's like two minutes of them being like there's a hacker we're gonna catch him hey he broke into like everything around us instantaneously can track us through uh fucking um security cameras and shit and our own laptops but he was stupid enough to let us use a generic sniffer to catch his ip like i mean come on you're supposed to be mit hackers and you're just like yeah a generic sniffer just that's gonna work on this guy um and like just i found the first 20 minutes of this movie extremely boring but as soon as it switched to the like found footage style it in- instantly piqued my interest there one i like horror movies and two the found footage style is can be really well done was, um is the movie then, based off a book i have no idea do you know jordan i'm not actually too sure um I sort of just found it uh, back when I was. The, I mean, the reason I ask is because there's all these like, like things like quirks with the character. Like, we never fully explain why he hurt his legs. We don't know why he carries a marker around randomly. 
like there's weird stuff like that that seemed like it was maybe like a they explore in a book or something maybe but yeah, yeah all those fucking flashbacks are completely unnecessary like every single flashback that's just like him hanging out with jonas or him hanging out with his girlfriend there nothing came from it it wasn't like oh this reminds me of that time or oh this is this it's all just like look me and my friends are really close we did stuff together we went on runs also a washed out road a washed out road a washed out road and then nothing ever comes of that like what the fuck was the point of those scenes well i i think other than the the washed out road i kind of just it was just him like uh kind of experiencing like loss of, of his limbs and shit like that um but yeah the road was definitely supposed to be a metaphor that i did not get i don't know if that was just like his plans got washed away if that's what that's supposed to represent or, or what but i definitely didn't fully get that one but they kept showing it so it was obviously important but i'm not too sure what they were trying to convey yeah, I think the the flashbacks of like the running scenes was showing that that's what he used to do, and it sounded like or it seemed like it was a big part of his identity. Um, and he got it well with the fight that he had with his girlfriend on the edge of the cliff. It sounds like he has a degenerative disease, and he mm-hmm. didn't want her to like he didn't want to subject her to watching him waste away. Mm-hmm. So it might just well, be like subtlety. Um, I'm trying to figure out if it is based on anything but i haven't seen anything yet yeah it looks like it's just just a regular old script i guess it came Hmm. it's part of like a a bunch of just low budget sci-fi movies that people just decided to make at the time so was the marker thing just supposed to be like he's a smart person that he's like constantly writing like on a whiteboard or something is that this kind of like what that was supposed to be yeah, I didn't understand that either. Like, why he always had a marker that could just write on anything. And was he just defacing property? Like, was yeah. that just a permanent marker that he's running around? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, do you think he was in a simulation his entire life? No. Or that it actually only started once they went to that house? I think it started once they went to that house. Yeah, I think they were abducted at the house. Because, like, why else would that girl get yoked into the sky? Yeah, I just didn't know, like, they definitely were trying to, like, see what happened to the human psyche when they modified them. I just didn't know if they would just be like, we'll just grow a human in the lab and fucking do it this way. But Yeah, yeah I took it as, as it, it started after the Blair Witch uh, scene. Gotcha. That was a great scene, by the way. <laughs> I wish we got to see more of the aliens other than the one just, like, chilling in the tree. Yeah, like, any of the aliens ever, instead of just, like, generic big-eyed guy and, oh, by the way, everyone else is a robot. And what was with all the people, quote-unquote people, in the fucking uh, uh, simulation thing? Were they other people that had just gone mentally insane? Yeah. Why were they all just, like, broken as fuck? understanding is that they were just, like, failed experiments. Yeah. Okay, and that's why he just gatted them down? Yeah, because he he even said, like, like, near the end of the movie when um, the guy was thinking about running across the bridge, he was like, that you were successful integration between alien technology and the human will. So I think they were just, like, they tried with them, and then just fucking 
Miriam was just like, oh, hey, let's, you want picnic? Picnic, picnic. And you're yeah. Like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, they all seemed really sketchy, and it didn't really, like, explain why. I, I, I picked that up pretty, like, as soon as they went into that bar and they were all eating ribs, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice they were all eating the same thing. I thought the ribs were really good there. Um, but yeah, it was pretty clear that like they were fucked up. And she was like, open your mouth so you could hear them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew they were fucked up. I just didn't know why. Yeah. Uh, if you ever I... go to a bar, always order the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, Another thing that was really weird to me was... Uh, when he was talking to Jonas through the, like, vents. And then he's like, okay, these are the the digit, like, the possible digits for the code to my door. And then Jonas is just like, okay, they're in this order. How and why did Jonas apparently know that? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Because he had the dust to see, like, what buttons had been pressed. Mm-hmm. But then how they converted that into anything, I, I don't know. Yeah, he just gave the dude the numbers or he, the then, locations. And then the guy's just like, it's this one, this one, this one, and this one. Yeah, but then Morpheus said he wasn't even there. Well, he was. He was, he was the one that but... broke out, right? And fucked yeah. up the walls. And Yeah. Refused to kill the cow. My man's got yeah. code. <laughs> Pure vegan. Yeah, why was he, did he constantly hide under, like, a fucking barely even there sheet when he was writing his stuff on his mattress? Like, why did he just throw a sheet over his head to talk to Jonas through a fucking thing and write on his mattress? I don't understand that at all. I think that was, was just trying... covered. I think it was to try and, like, hide the light a little bit, like, because he, it would make it a little more dim in case someone's, like, walking past his room, they might not notice it. I, I think they were just he was just blocking the because he was writing on the underside of the bed and i think he wanted to cover up doing that because they didn't know he was doing that until they flipped the bed over which is stupid as hell would you not suspect something's happening if you're the guy you're watching is just sitting in the corner with a sheet on his head yeah but they're also aliens and they're it's it's like just watching a monkey fucking with a stick i'd be suspicious if a monkey just sat in a corner with a sheet on his head i'm just saying how wouldn't i probably laugh well that's kind of what they do so uh yeah then the they left so much like unsaid with the curl like the girl had short-term memory problems which could have just been from like fusing with the machines but then they like didn't do anything with that she had something in her spine she just gets into a truck with a random guy voluntarily by the looks of it and then immediately pulls a gun on him after her boyfriend catches or her ex-boyfriend or whatever catches up to the truck by running on foot and she doesn't say anything about it. And at the beginning of the movie when they were like breaking up, she throws her locket into the ravine and then at the end of the movie she gives it back to the boyfriend even though she threw it in the ravine. That was a trick. That- that's why i thought that might be um wait when does that happen does that happen okay yeah so that's why i thought maybe the whole thing was a simulation because of that scene with the the necklace 
maybe because she she yeeted that into the thing or at least she made the motion that she did and he looked into the ravine as if she did it mm-hmm. Jor- jordan just determined that she actually just yote a skinny snake yeah a small snake <laughs> or uh well because she had a head start right she might have been sitting there for a while so maybe she like picked a bunch of grass and wove a tiny little band that looked like the necklace to trick him be like i hate this fucker i want to punish him huck my necklace buy me another one and i got two yeah i don't yeah i don't know like because that scene seemed pointless to me like at first and then when they brought it back i was like oh okay then that means that it didn't actually happen uh, i don't know but um but the her getting into the truck like randomly i think was just one of her like weird zonk out moments and then she came to like in the truck and that's when she grabbed the gun yeah. um but my guess would be she was supposed to have some kind of psionic powers or something but i don't know yeah her 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 abil- her powers seem to just be losing track of time and space how did the guy in the truck not notice her? Or did he? And that's why he just started driving off. No, he, he was taking her to, like, fucking rape her or whatever. But he was also one of the, like, reject ones, right? So that's who true. knows what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, he was broken. He was the one that tried to shoot Morpheus at the end and just had a blank gun, right? Yeah. What was when... his gun, though? It was Morpheus's? like yeah, that was way more powerful than a normal handgun. I mean, it's an alien gun, right? I don't really know. I want one. Yeah, he's an android. He doesn't really have to worry about recoil. That's true. I'm fucking blow my arm off. <laughs> Get me you a think new they'd one. Inte- <laughs> you think they'd integrate that into the uh, design of the android instead of having to carry around their gun in a briefcase? Well, that might be the to help keep his image in the simulation right the immersion just yeah but i mean you got gloves <laughs> you got fists that can like cause earthquakes and shit i'm sure you could like put a finger gun in him that looks normal from the outside also do you think um they let him escape with her because every scientist that was walking the halls just like had their head down and didn't look at down where they were walking uh because it happened once, I was like, okay. But then it happened like two or three times, and I was like, all right, they're letting him escape then, right? Yeah, like, you, even if you're, like, reading something while walking, you're still going to see a guy three feet away from you in your peripheral vision. Unless, as a robot, you don't have peripheral vision. I guess that's an explanation, too. <laughs> I, the, one, of the, one of the main issues I had is the fact that why does everyone have a fucking AZ license? Yeah, like, they everyone... got into that fucking truck and fucking drove that bitch like no problem. Yeah, at first I was just like, okay, maybe it's just part of their fucking experiment, but nope, just everyone can anyone can drive a transport in this movie. And I'm like, oh, this is what the hell? Well, I thought for sure they were gonna have a stall scene there, but then they, he just got it and went. <laughs> yeah, when he was just like, oh, you're not gonna get anywhere anyways, haha. And then the guy just sort of just crossed his legs and huddled down for safety yeah yeah why did the the fucking uh area 51 guards not just shoot the tires of the truck why are they like no we use this concrete pillar and if that fails we give up 
There is no other option. <laughs> Might be ricochet. They don't want to get hit. They don't want to break their shit. They just fucking unloaded a fucking grenade launcher into one of their own buildings. I don't think ricochet is that much of a deal. Oh, they were yeah, that was kind of weird that they did that. I figured they'd at least try to protect the experiment. I, they just I thought it was tear gas at first, and yeah. then it just blew up. I'm like, oh, I guess yeah. they didn't care about that. No, he was already Fuck you, Hulk hands. He wouldn't rip apart the cow. He just hucked the chair at them, so they're like, oh. This guy's done. Get him out of the program. Yeah. And he raged and broke the walls. Also, What's did that? he have some sort of psionic power? Like, why was why was he able to, like, shut the lights off and whatnot when he escaped? Yeah, that's what I kind of thought, like... I, I didn't... I don't think it was him in that room, but I, you might, guys might be right. Well, I, I the the light was shaking because he was punching the wall when it escaped, all those those markings were at like fist height as he was walking uh, as he was escaping down the hall and then that's when he apparently was never there and the guy didn't get to talk to him through the vent anymore i'm reasonably certain that was him yeah i don't i i just kind of figured that was like well without knowing that it was like they were inside the alien spaceship at that point i thought it was just an alien but, yeah yeah um yeah i don't know uh i mean he could have i guess but like he had the what's that fucking weird Overwatch character that like punches the ground and causes earthquake? He oh, had that Doomfist? going on. Yeah, he was basically Doomfist. So. Yeah, but I mean, if, if he if he fucked the electricity to the point where like it went out because of that, it wasn't gonna come back on in two seconds. Also, did you notice when he was escaping and the guy in the wheelchair went into the bathroom when they changed the point of view to from inside the bathroom to? like looking out the door as he comes in the lights weren't flashing on the outside anymore <laughs> no i didn't see that I didn't notice no that. but i did notice that the bathroom like the you could see through the walls on all the stalls and i you was know, like I, what <laughs> i didn't know yeah. if that was like glass or if they just took the walls away and just had like weird the like, only thing i would think is like i know there's those doors like when you lock them it, it goes opaque and i was like maybe it's that but that's a weird choice because they don't show it so yeah. it just shows like yeah. <laughs> hey how, how's it going in there big guy <laughs> look like you're struggling <laughs> it's a rough one um apparently at least according to uh wikipedia's um mm-hmm. the filmmakers said that it's the the film was to explore the conflict between logic and emotion and like the choices, um, like, like how we make decisions, whether we make them logically or emotionally. Uh, so I guess throughout the whole film, the guy, Nick, the main character was supposed to be like, he, he was just logical about everything. And then, and then he, at the very end, when he decided to just fucking book it, I don't know if he was chasing after his girlfriend or not, but then he decided, they said that that's when he decided to follow his emotions and go for it and and, and discover that he actually loved this girl. Except but. the only time I would say the guy was trying to use logic instead of emotion, that you could say he was doing that, would have been when he was... Uh, breaking up with the girl because he didn't want to be a burden or whatever but that's still not logic that is fear of emotion like and then after that when they get kidnapped if if he was using logic and they were actually like had a alien contact and whatnot you're not just going to be an asshole to these people who are trying to help you 
you're going to be like, okay, I got into some serious shit. If I help them, maybe they can like help me if I was actually exposed and have radiation or whatever the fuck. Maybe that, but this guy's just like, no, I'm going to be difficult for the sake of being difficult. Man, where's my girlfriend? Why is she over there? Man, I'm not saying anything. Also, this triangle's yellow. Man. <laughs> Like he was, I have no, my notes on him the whole time are just, he's just a whiny baby, just an irrational little shit. The fucking shape scene was like so weird. Well, the- that was the scene where they were trying to cement in how smart this guy is, but they, they just made him look like a whiny little baby that whole scene. I'm just like, ugh. The do you figure the like random like number sequences and stuff like that that he was constantly going through was do you figure that was just kind of like I I kind of saw it as like a firmware thing like from the aliens what the the thing that added up to fifty two on his arm yeah but like there was a whole bunch of numbers and stuff like throughout the thing like he would always just like sometimes he would just randomly like mumble numbers too and the only way I translated that was like them trying to teach him how to use the limbs like over time oh i don't know the only time i noticed him mumbling numbers was when he was trying to escape with the girl in the stretcher and i took it as he was just uh uh committing the door passcode to memory after he watched the guy open it uh no he was counting the steps actually like when oh, he was his, he? yeah when he had his little freak out um in the interview he had uh he like ex- or no when he asked about the clock sorry yeah, he said which clock, and then he like said, "Oh, this many steps left, this many steps right, this many," and then named exactly where it was that way. So I think yeah, he, he memorized a, it. He has a weird relationship with numbers, like the whole movie. I I think that was just their attempt to be like, look at how smart and logical this guy is, but it it came across really poorly to me. Yeah, I mean, despite all the weirdness of, I, I think it was an entertaining movie for the most part, but it definitely like I, I kind of wish either it was long, like it was how long was it? It was like an hour and a half or something. Yeah. So it, I don't know if like longer would be better or just like better use of their time because like the characters end up pretty shallow, but the movie itself I think is good. It's just like. I want to know more about either the characters or the world, one or the other. Like, I could do without the characters if they explored, like, the alien world and, like, what they're trying to accomplish or something. But all we get is a, like, oh, they're actually inside, like, the, like, twist or whatever at the end. Yeah. So, but, like, I don't know. I wasn't bored, really, throughout the film. But, like, I was just kind of like, okay, I want to know more. Oh, it's over. So, I don't know. I I have a question. When... He first got there, he couldn't feel his legs at all. And yeah. that was not normal because he he had muscular dystrophy or whatever the fuck it was. And he could feel his legs and could still use them, but then suddenly he couldn't. And then, like, a few, what I assume is days later, because he'd been, like, doing all this writing and had multiple interviews and talking to the guy in the vent, then he realizes he has metal legs? Like, if you can't feel your legs, do not like look at them before that and be like, is there anything I can visibly see or like Well, through, throughout the movie they were doing like not only doing tests, but like when they first brought him in, he was just like, Why can't I move? So I think 
the they would they were just slowly like giving him use of his limbs or, or whatever anesthesia that they had was wearing off because those legs had to get integrated into his brain so that yeah. he can use it so that was just because uh even when he he lifted the one arm and he's like oh you still can't feel anything in your left arm and he's just like no nah, like i can't and then it goes on and he's slowly getting more access to his limbs and i think that's when when he got pushed off the thing because they were trying to hide it from him because it's it'd be a pretty big shock if all of a sudden you just woke up and you had two prosthetic legs that were all jacked shit but when he looked down and he, he saw on his hand that was just like it was oil and then he then that's when he realized it and even still it took him a while to actually be able to fully use them and that, that yeah, was that too, he it see. is it's oil yeah okay because i was confused like when they they're like oh it's just blood <laughs> and i was like okay what else were you expecting uh, like, apparently they were thinking like oil or something was going to come out of his face yeah i think it was also related to the experiment like maybe there might have been a leak with the actual equipment in the legs because like mm. when that old lady was freaking out and having a glitch she had blue shit coming out of her nose yeah um and also he was strapped to a chair for most of that so that's why he didn't see his legs they were like wrapped up right and he yeah. tried to get the buckle undone but he couldn't undo it I, maybe it's just it seems weird that he's got enough use of his arms to like move himself around in a wheelchair to write a fucking novel on a mattress and he never never looks at his legs that he can't use anymore like if if i was if i woke up even if i had muscular dystrophy or something and i couldn't use my legs suddenly i'd like try and find some reason on the outside did i get injured or is like I wouldn't just be like, yeah, it's that that's life now. I guess I just won't look at my legs ever again. Yeah, the only thing I could think of was that they just like KO'd them every time like they were done with them. Cause yeah, like I don't know. Like if they put him in that bed, then I would assume they he would have noticed when they moved him, but I don't know. Well, I mean they didn't KO him because he wrote his fucking novel on the mattress, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I guess that's kind of a bit of a plot hole, but Yeah, I think in the beginning of the movie too, that, that was a, it. See, I don't know. I hate when movies don't take the time to like introduce the character, like the character backgrounds fully, because they knew about Nomad from hacking in at MIT, so they had already known about. Him, but you don't really know because they. What was the what was the thing he said uh, that Nomad brought up? It was. Oh, are, are you, you agitated? agitated? Yeah. yeah. Which apparently was like some big thing that I, I guess you find out later on when he said that they destroyed all the servers, but it's he also said that he almost got expelled for it. Yeah. Like the guy almost got expelled. Because they got blamed for it, I guess, because one of their personal servers also got ruined. So maybe the school, like, oh, they put the uh, they connected the dots and like maybe it was them that started it. Yeah. So when, when movies rush character characters like that it kind of throws me off i'm just like hey man like you had there, there's probably some things in that movie that you could have just taken out for a little bit of more of an explanation or just do anything else with that fucking woman other than just being like that's my girlfriend and then her being I like i am la tired for uh, the rest of the movie <laughs> yeah just fucking just full tired it's her superhero name sleepy jane 
Yeah. And the only adjustment she made was just like like that little disc on her back that I guess just releases melatonin. Just <laughs> <laughs> It's the happy button. Right. Yeah. The, the it didn't bother me like while I was watching it, but looking back, the way they used like three different filming techniques and none of them were really intertwined kind of bothered me too they had the like super low quality part at the beginning with all the like low quality audio and all that then they had the the found footage section which made sense in the like moment and then the low quality stuff all just disappeared and went to like regular movie kind of quality it's like well what was the point of the beginning part if you're just gonna do the rest of it also, I don't think that the like I think the cyborgs are the aliens. I think they just kind of added in like a an alien thing there. It could it, be just to just to be like just to show him be like, oh yeah, like you were. It was an alien doing this the whole time, not actually us being cyborgs. Yeah, I now I was going to do that, but I never did. I'll do that right now. If you slow down. The actual when he's actually filming that can you see the alien i'll do that right now i only thought to to watch that part closely when he showed the video on the the tv screen in the movie i was like yeah. fuck i was like this is my second time watching i should have yeah. known to pay attention that was when they were going into the house right uh, yeah, just before and when they he, like, looked, looked at a the tree chair. or something. Oh yeah, the the chair at the beginning, right? Yeah, and then he should pan up slowly to the tree. If they even showed that actual part. Yeah, they did. Uh, where's my playback settings? Man, some of the reviews on Google are just like what <laughs> the one is. This movie was freaking awesome, and then some other guy. I love sci-fi, and this was just plain stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing that I think can like consolidate any of the like random bullshit and the flashbacks and whatnot is if the whole thing is a simulation and it was all just to like set up his brain to accept the legs. But I don't know. Yeah, I honestly I can't even remember the watch that wrote. I remember him like falling in the mud because that was the. Uh, when the girl like somewhat wakes up the first time, she's like, "I just had a dream. Like you won regionals." So I think he was like a long distance runner for school. Yeah. And then yeah, him... the the road the road thing was just him training, and he runs, and then he gets like he can't go any further because the road is washed out by a flood, and they show that scene like three times. Oh, okay, so so, like... so maybe that's the maybe that's a throwback to his fear because. When he went down in that race, I think that was like the first sign of his uh, muscular dystrophy setting in because all of a sudden you just fell out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So that and it fell in a mud puddle. So I think him flashing back to that so so many times early on was just him just going back to me like that is where my fear started. And that's when I tried to like block out my like any emotional stuff and just go just thinking everything or try, attempting to just think logically about it, not using emotion. It could also be symbolism for like the end of his running career. Right. Because with a disease like that, you, it just stops. So that it's the end of his yeah. run. Can't go. But then there was also, there was also the road that just ended 
like the when they were driving the transport, like that just ended in a fake road. And then like you could also say like him pushing past the river was also him like breaking through the like sound barrier. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I had an issue with that because he was running so fast he broke the sound barrier, and then he skidded like what forty fifty feet. It didn't seem like it was that far. Like, he would have gone out of the ship, for yeah. sure. Well, we don't know how big the ship was. It was, like, uh, the size of a planet or some shit. <laughs> well, I thought it also, showed, like, right at the end. The, he was right at the edge, right? Oh, was he? The, uh, I, he, I don't think he actually broke the sound barrier. That barrier he broke was literally just the, the simulation, like, screen barrier. I, the, the... We interpret fast speed as breaking the sound barrier, but I don't think he actually did. He was going hella fast, that's for sure. But I don't know. I it showed a ripple, so that's yeah. what I think it was. Yeah. yeah, when he was like, before he crashed into the glass part, when he was on the bridge still, he like boosted into another gear. Deja vu. So quick. Uh, I've got it paused at the exact point, and I don't see any alien face i'm gonna screenshot it and put it in discord and you guys can see i think they could have used that like because they were trying to convince him that he had an alien encounter right and maybe Mm -hmm. if he discovered the legs that would explain it they would he would trust them a little bit more like okay these guys are area 51 probably they're trying to help me out uh they're dealing with alien shit instead of thinking that they're the aliens like, oh, yeah, no, one of the gray fuckers that you guys see all the time in media and not our super sophisticated androids that are just a face and then clockwork. If uh, when did if you guys called uh, Fishburn being like a cyborg or, or part of it, what uh, at what point did you guys think that he was like like he wasn't who he said he was? When every time he moved anywhere, he walked like the Terminator and never showed any emotion to anything happening ever. Like, the guy was just, like, textbook robot from a sci-fi movie. Uh, It was in, I think, like, the first interview when he asked him, or no, when he was doing the the control questions for the lie detector uh, test. And he asked him, are you from Earth? I was like, well, that's... Stupid question. No one from Earth would ask that. (laughs) Um, I think mine was when he goes to shoot that, like, James, who was, like, tweaking out and tried to shoot him. That's when I kind of clued in because he was just like, oh, your will to live is just so strong. and It's it's impressive or whatever, or however he said it. And I was just like, that's a weird thing to say to to a mentally handicapped person. I interpreted the are you from Earth thing as his, like, he was still selling the you were abducted by aliens thing and asking if you're from Earth kind of, to the way I interpreted it anyways, was to try and convince him that he was seeing if the alien had taken over him. So, like, if he answered the first one, like, what is your name or whatever? And that shows the baseline for if he lie, what the, the, his brain waves, if he's telling the truth. And then if he asks him, are you from earth? And he says, yes. And the thing shows him lying, then he'd be an, the alien had taken over him. Right. That's the way I interpreted it. But obviously it, it, it was a very weirdly, uh, uh, phrased question. Yeah. I also just didn't really see him look towards the lie detector, like at all. 
He just sort of yeah. smiled and then started writing on his legal pad, which is amazing that aliens have legal pad and why they still use fucking pens. Yeah. yeah. I think he points that out, though. Yeah. Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, we still have to would... rely on these crude yeah. things. Yeah. Why? Why did your advanced civilization that has a fucking massive simulation base underneath of another massive uh, just city, you need to yeah. use a Bic pen? I think it would have been interesting and possibly explained, not really explained more, but just cemented it if uh, the main character got a hold of the uh, pad or whatever and everything was just like basically gibberish and the robot was actually storing all the information in a in his hard drive or whatever and the whole pen thing was literally just a front to make the guy seem normal. Yeah, I also double-checked the... Um the first footage versus like when uh he shows it and uh that little spot that you like that little triangle you can see that's empty in discord that's where they put that face so it's clearly like it's not there yeah okay which again if they showed that like say he got his camera back at some point was going through it and saw there was no alien that again would have linked things together instead of just like okay well there was an alien i guess i don't know do you think he walks slow because he just had a regular hard drive and not an SSD? <laughs> Feels bad. <laughs> Why walk? Yeah, he has to load. Why he got so mad when the dude said he was outdated and shit? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I'm not fucking outdated. I'm just mining Bitcoin in the background, so I can't run right now. <laughs> trying to make some. Was lines on his face visible throughout the movie, or just at the end? I think just, just at the at end. The end. Or, or the way the curvatures of his of his helmet, they just, they hit it nicely. Yeah. But, uh, was it, oh yeah. Wait a second, wouldn't, uh, Glasses, I can't remember the character's name right now. Uh, Jonas? Yeah, Jonah. Wouldn't he have known that they were android people since he had one of their suits on? Or did he just find that laying around? I think that's how he escaped, was he impersonated them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he just found it laying around. I guess so. Or, or he just stole it from someone. Which, again, if they showed after he broke out, if they showed a guy that was, like, knocked out, not wearing a suit, let's link two events together instead of just having a random series of events throughout the movie. Yeah, because, like, you knew something escaped. Yeah. And I, like, I think I called it early when I it was Jonah. I think I, I definitely didn't call it was Jonah. I, I thought it was just at that point. I still thought that they were like testing on an actual alien and whatnot. I'm just like, okay, well that, that doesn't seem good. what do you guys think of the quality of those prosthetics? I think it was, it, that wasn't bad. Like it was, uh, it definitely looked alien, but it also looked like, Hey, it would, it could be a robot. The way it went into the legs was a little, uh, iffy, but I think overall, I, I don't. The CGI seemed like it was done pretty well. It was okay. It did make me laugh when he covered it up whenever possible, though, to save on costs on the CGI. Though, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good. That was a good move. The fuck it, like to me, the CGI looking at those and the CGI from like the zoom out at the end showing everything is night and day in quality. Those those prosthetics are like so low quality compared to the zoom out of the alien world and whatnot. I was just like, holy shit. And uh, at one point when 
the main character, Nick or whatever, is pulling Jonas to try and get him in the truck, you can see that the prosthetic is just like this paper mache thing because they brush it up against the truck and it like bends all to hell while they were doing that. And uh, when he was sitting there, he was like um, gonna like fight back against the androids or whatever. His his hands have those like knuckle spikes, right? You know what I'm talking about? The knuckle spikes, when he opened his hands, got caught on another part of his glove and he had to like shift his hand so he could close his knuckles again. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was real impressive. <laughs> I wonder if they paid the the girl because most of the movie she was literally just like sleeping. I mean, she was the best character. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired. One thing I just thought of, if all the guards were fucking androids too, why would they miss ever? I mean, it's just like Terminator, right? Terminator, we're so advanced, we took over the world, blah, blah. Oh, we didn't download Fucknut's address, so we're just going to send him and kill everyone with her name. What? Fuck off. It's just bad writing. Gotta let the people wonder. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bad. I really I had I hated the movie for the first 20 minutes and then when it went to the like Blair Witch section I had such high hopes and then as it went on it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. I just I I was so looking forward to enjoying the movie when we got to that point and then I just I fucking hate it. <laughs> what uh what would you guys do if you woke up and just it looked like a random research facility like that? I would cooperate because no matter what I do in reality, I have to do what they say anyways. And they're going to force me to on, in some way, shape or form. So why not at least make it semi-comfortable for me and just do what they say? Because clearly... I'm not going to be able to do anything else. I'm a fucking simp. <laughs> it's about what it is. If I have fucking robo legs or robo arms or some shit, like, I mean, I would probably, I would probably cooperate way, like, early on, as opposed to like what he did, because like, if you're just trying to understand your surroundings, just like being difficult doesn't really, like, help you do that at all. Once you assess like what was going on, you're like all right, I don't want to be here anymore. Then I'd probably, again, if I was, like, super-powered or something, I might try to get out. If I was just me, like, in a fucking thing, like, I don't know what would cause me to be in there, but, I mean, it's basically prison, so you probably want to get out at some at some point anyways. I'm going to win this, all right? <laughs> Here's the game plan. First thing, very first thing you do, you walk up to the. Or don't, I, this is not you. This is me. First thing I do, I walk up to the glass, the the mirror in my room, and I put yeah. my finger against it <laughs> and see if it's two way glass, or one way glass, whatever the fuck it's called. And if it is, how, which it definitely how is, how do you test being, for that? Um, I'm ninety nine percent sure you put your finger against it, and if there's space between yours and the reflection, then it's uh, a just a regular mirror. And if it's like right up against it, um, then it's the one-way glass. Uh, anyways, there, uh, there, my plan starts. It's one-way glass. I'm being uh, monitored. I'm gonna seduce them slowly <laughs> over time. 
I'm going to be here for a while, I know. Oh, but this plan is going to work over months. So I'm going to gather information and slowly seduce them. Uh-oh, I dropped my bedpan again. And then, one night, they're going to bust into my room because they can't take it anymore. I'm like, we've got to go to a private room and be like, you know what, Chuck? Let's do this. I'm in it for the long haul. No, I'm not. I'm in it to get out of here. Yeah. And I steal his gun, knock him out, steal his keys, get the fuck out of there with a new arm. Before or after he blows you? After. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said I was committing. So you blind him with your cum shot. No. No? The moment I finish, I already have his gun in hand. Because who's the officer, Chuck? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> And then I... <laughs> you double tap him, one in the mouth, one in the back of the head? Yes! Well, I don't kill him, because make at sure this point, I think I'll Make sure you take your dick out first, though, because he might just chomp down when you blast him. Oh, oh no, of course, out. no, I don't want to blow it in his mouth. You gotta blow it off to the side, he's on duty, you don't want the supervisor finding out. So, off Does the, the supervisor side... inspect his mouth? <laughs> no... <laughs> But I mean, if his breath stinks, you know. Your mouth tastes like cum, sir. What have you been doing? On <laughs> They're aliens. You don't know their process. <laughs> Your breath tastes like cum. Supervisor, will you please stop making out with me? <laughs> no. I had one employee three years ago do this exact same thing, so I check everyone now. But you can't say that to Chuck. He's pistol whipped. That's true. And I'm gone with his arm. That's my new with arm. With Chuck's arm? Yeah, it's my new arm. <laughs> solid the problem I have with even if you have like superpowers and whatnot, like and then you escape it obviously depends on the severity of your superpowers if you can just like mind fuck everyone from like 100 miles away then whatever but if you just like steal classified government stuff because it's attached to you your whole life is just ruined. You're never going to be able to go anywhere. You're, everything is just... You might as well have just stayed there because you have no freedom. That's not true. You become a superhero. Become... <laughs> well, it depends on what they're... leg day, man. I don't that, have to do That's kind of shit. But, like, what do they do with experiments that's when they're done, superhero. Jeff? They fucking just kill you anyways. Yeah. So, would you rather be comfortable or live in fear your entire life? Live well, in fear. Because now I it's mean, a wide galaxy that I can travel with a furry companion. Because then now I mean, if it's really aliens and not a government facility, maybe. The fear well, I'm, I'm talking about if the... <laughs> if I if I did what he did and like yeeted myself out and realized I was on a fucking mothership, then I'd surrender. But if it was just like a facility, then I just fucking go and just travel the fucking world, like. People don't aren't found that easily, and even if they did, like whatever, you'd fucking live more free. You'd have a shorter lifespan, free, but at least you'd be free for a little while, rather than living in like a white box and then eating and dying for no reason. Maybe yeah, it's like the a day. <laughs> Maybe it's like the the curiosity in me, but I think. I'd be more drawn to just seeing the kind of things they have and what they're doing. As long as like, obviously I wasn't being tortured and all that kind of shit. than just like living quote unquote free, having to move from place to place every time because you don't want to be caught. I, I mean, think my curiosity would be stronger than my 
my uh, want for freedom. I, I mean, sure, if they let you, like, if they answer your questions and, like, treat you, like... I mean, even if they don't answer your questions, they've got, like, robot limbs attached to you, they're letting you talk to your friend when she wakes up, all this kind of stuff, like... He wasn't being treated bad. He was just a fucking dickhead about it. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's in the in the surgery room. And he's just like, "Hey, hey, another one." Just <laughs> Jeff, Jeff just immediately gets Stockholm syndrome the the second you put him in a box. I mean, <laughs> I'm a fan. I of mean, the like, I've I every surgery I've had that I've been awake for, I've watched the surgery, uh, and if like. Yeah, the the curiosity would be so much stronger than my want to just like be outside for the sake of being outside. What if you escape and make your own rebel science group? I mean, I I don't think I'm smart enough. Just because I have the legs doesn't mean I know how to make them. <laughs> Without what would you guys want? The legs, the arms, or the melatonin button? melatonin button because i have trouble falling asleep so that just fucking like boop i'm good that'd be great the legs a hundred percent be able to get from point a to point b so fucking fast and not have to drive hell yeah do you think that like the random bleeding that he had like throughout his body was them like strengthening his like spine and shit because if you just ran that fast, wouldn't your neck just snap? I mean, yes. The the physics behind the arms are just, like, completely busted, too. His fucking... They would have had to replace his entire skeleton with steel in order for him to punch through concrete with fucking titanium forearms. No, that, <laughs> what worse. that was that red... The random spontaneous bleeding throughout the movie, so... But, uh, yeah, probably legs, like... The hands just seemed obnoxious, and who knows what the if the button is psionics, then that. But yeah. if it's just a sleep button, then fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I had to choose between run fast, not being able to type, and sleeping, I'm gonna take run fast. What about you, Zach? Me? Oh, it's a toss up. Yeah. See, I read a lot of Ask Reddits. Like, hey, ladies, what do you find most attractive in men? A lot of the answers are forearms for some reason. Zach's so, jerks off enough. Juicing. He's already got titanium We're forearms. Juicing the forearms. Or maybe I'll just make my own. Your own forearms? No, no yeah, I'll make my own forearms. <laughs> but if there was a different part, all right, we decided that I would probably take the forearms just because it would be cool to just deck people. But... When you go to jerk off, me, I'll just use two fingers. Set instead. it to vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what what other parts of the body would you go for? I'd go for senses, vision, hearing, that kind of stuff. Yeah, vision and hearing would be a big one. Um, Those would be <laughs> some big ass fucking, fucking ears. Replace hey, the whole head. Fuck it. Just like Lawrence. Yeah. You want to get rid of the whole face? No, too? I, I, no, I keep oh. the face, the general shape, I guess, but make it all a fucking robot head. I wanted a full replica of my head, but make it a robot head. So my eyes, nah. my ears are better, my brain's better. I got, uh, yeah, that's what that's a brain. Like, yeah. if you could just have the internet in your brain, like, GD. I, 
I wouldn't even ask for the internet because then fucking the signal at my house sucks and all that kind of shit. Yeah, you uh, just never you just never leave the country. You just stay there. I if I had to do something like relatively quote unquote basic, I would just want like a fucking perfect hard drive in my brain, like everything I see, read, basically just go eidetic memory, but digitized. That would be so much more useful than anything else. You'd be able to do literally anything. You read a Wikipedia article on fucking nuclear physics, you can, for the rest of your life, build a fucking reactor in your basement. Like, yeah. obviously yeah, not no, to that can't. extent. You do it but, it like, that is so much more useful. And <laughs> and you could then use that to build any of the other yeah. shit later. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, my calves are sore. Let's just replace them. Yeah. Until I hit you in the head with a magnet. Boom. <laughs> And I'm over there. This... I'm just beside you guys watching it. I'm going to post it on YouTube at the same time. And I could just flick the magnet at you with my juiced forearms. What if, what if I make my brain out of titanium? Is that titanium? No magnet. I, I have no idea. Justin might know this. The magnets obviously fucked up rotating drives because they were rotating and all that kind of stuff. Solid state drives, do they get fucked up by magnets? Um... Obviously depends on the force, but generally speaking, ESD and uh, general magnetic fields do not affect electronics. So if you put like a fridge magnet on your fucking computer, you're probably fine. Yes. But if you put like one of those rare earth ones, just like stick that to the side of your hard drive, it's not going to be a good idea. I mean, keep in mind, like your speakers have um, uh, uh, magnets in them. Um, a lot of phones actually just have like raw magnets in them to hold certain components in in place. Yeah. So um, it, it's definitely not a, a thing as much. But obviously, we know magnetic fields can do. They could like blow holes in walls if yeah. they're strong enough. I right? mean, so, magnets I mean, <laughs> are fucking crazy yeah. if you know how to focus them. Yeah. So. So speaking of uh, replacing all your body parts with metal. You guys pumped for Cyberpunk? Is it actually coming out this month now, or did it get delayed again? Yeah, it'll be out on the tenth. Usually, usually when they release the uh, what the fuck's called, like the actual gameplay trailer, that's usually when it it is pretty set. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm kind of sad because I wanted a 3080 to play it on, but it's looking like I'm not gonna have one. Fucking 3070 is the recommended now for Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk. Yeah. They changed I'm the sitting over here with like a 960. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. It's going to be fucking impossible. Are you guys getting it on release? Uh, no. I got to no, wait till I either build a better computer or get a new console. Is it coming out for like the PS4 or Xbox One? Yep. Yeah. You guys not getting it for that? No. It'd take forever to load. I don't even like. Oh, that's very true. Plus, I don't have the fucking hard drive space, to be honest. That's also very true. Yeah, I heard the the new PlayStation only has like 600 gigs or something stupid like yeah. that. You have to like buy an external if you have more than four games. Pretty well, no. With the new games, it'll probably be two. Same as what I can do right now. Two like big games. Yeah. Anyways. That's brutal. Or just a GTA. Online. What's the six? Yeah. Uh, all right. So first off. We need our, our ratings. We need our, our ratings for everyone. Yeah, the train. The rating. I really train. need to keep track of what my other ones are so I can reference them because I don't. Yeah. I don't know. All right. It's a three. All right, Jeff's got a three. 
We're yeah. gonna break had, five one of these days. Ha- had potential, ruined it in multiple ways. <laughs> we were we were above a five last week. Yeah. So oh, were we? clearly yeah. the only way to get above a five with Jeff is Justin needs a migraine. <laughs> unluck. That is unluck. Yeah, well, I, it happened fairly really commonly, so <laughs> um so uh so Jeff's got a three. Justin. Uh, that's a hard one. What did I give? I think I gave uh, Primer like a seven or something, right? Yeah, seven or an eight. <laughs> but just scrolling up to try to find anything, and I just see that stupid fucking naked. Uh... <laughs> Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to say like a five and a half or a six. It was, I was entertained. I definitely wish they explored more, but it was okay. Uh, Jordan? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I'm going to give it a 7. Nice. Solid 7. I also, uh, just seeing it the first time, I give it a 7. Definitely had its, like, good plot twists and stuff like that. Some things are predictable, but I think if I weren't actually looking at it as a movie review, if I just put it on the first time and watch it, it definitely would have been like I wouldn't have thought about all that stuff, but yeah, seven for me as well. All right, quick. If I just Jeff. put it on. I would not have gotten through the first twenty minutes. Yeah, that's why we're gonna pick uh, movie <laughs> styles for you: slow and steady. <laughs> uh, so we had a three, a seven. You gave it a seven, and Justin gave it like a five and a half. Yeah. So that's what seventeen, twenty-two and a half. That's so like forty-five. 4.5? No? No, it's five point, like five and a half. The aliens got him. So, a good solid rating of 5.5 out of 10. And for next week's movie, because we forgot to do this on the last podcast and actually announce what we're doing, <laughs> uh, we rolled a six. So everyone knows what that means. We're going to watch Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is the next movie. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, who is uh, uh, Mysterio in Spider-Man. and uh, He's who... Spider-Man, okay? No, he's not Spider-Man. Bitch. Yes, he is. He's my only Spider-Man. He was never Spider-Man. You're thinking about Tobey Maguire. Oh, I am. Sorry. Wrong creepy the dude. Dance. Yeah. No, Jake Gyllenhaal is the guy that got pegged in Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> it's not pegging if it's a real dick. That's called consensual gay cowboy sex on the rocks. Because it's a mountain. <laughs> no ice. <laughs> no. But yes. On the rocks, no ice? Yep. That's... <laughs> okay. That's, That's water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, also, just to throw back to last week, uh, everyone on the count of three, let's see if Justin watched the episode. You remember? Definitely we're didn't. supposed to end it? No. You don't remember the last episode? No. I don't either, and Holy I was here. Shit, guys. <laughs> you bunch of fucking cunts.